The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So as you continue to meditate, sit here quietly. I'll tell you a story But first, a story about stories. Just as the world is made up of atoms, society is made up of stories. Societies have been telling them, tell stories for thousands of years. Around the light of campfire, or the light of one's computer monitors, people have been involved in stories of all kinds. Perhaps 3,000 years ago, people in India, as they tried to tell stories about creation in the beginning, they would perhaps sit around the campfire at night, sometimes in the woods with the night sky above them, perhaps in a place of wonder and awe. And they would tell this story. There was neither non-existence nor existence then. There was neither the realm of space nor the sky. What moved? Where? In whose protection? There was neither death nor immortality then. There was no distinction between night or day. Darkness was hidden in darkness in the beginning. Who really knows? Who here will proclaim it? Where was it created? Where is this creation. The gods came afterwards with the creation of this universe. Who then knows where the universe itself came from? From where did this creation arise? Perhaps it formed itself or perhaps it did not. 
The one who looks down on it in the highest heaven, only he knows. Or perhaps he does not know. And as ancient, 3,000 years ago at least, this story was told. The original person has a thousand heads, a thousand eyes, a thousand feet. He pervaded the earth on all sides and extended beyond it. It is the original person who is all this. Whatever has been and whatever will be. He is the ruler of immortality. All creatures are one quarter of him. Three quarters of him are what is immortal, is what is immortal in heaven. The three quarters arose and went upwards. The one quarter still remains here. From this he spread out in all directions into what? That which eats and that which does not eat. Then the gods made a sacrifice with the original person as the offering. Spring was a sacrificial clarified butter. Summer, the fire and fuel for the sacrifice. Autumn was the offering. They anointed the original person who is the sacrifice born at the beginning. On the sacred grass, the gods sacrificed him. When they cut up the original person, how many parts did they divide him? What do they call his mouth, his two arms, and thighs and feet? His mouth became the Brahmin caste. His arms were made into the ruling caste. His thighs the working caste, his feet, the servant caste. So those two accounts were from the what's called the Rig Veda, 
The Rig Vedas are considered to be the most ancient surviving literature from India. It said it was composed by the Aryan invaders, people who came in from maybe the steppes of Russia and Iran and swept into northern India maybe 5,000 years ago. And they say they conquered much of India at the time. And in this ancient Rig Veda, they created... Um, there's all there's, there's recorded all kinds of myths of creation, not just one. And you find in the other literature, pre-Buddhist literature of India, a wealth of creation stories. Stories of how the universe came into being, how human society came into being. And into that world uh, uh, came the Buddha and early Buddhists, and they participated in the tradition of storytelling. And they also, uh, but their storytelling was, uh, as you would expect, was conditioned or related to the previous stories of, of, their, of their society. Partly a reaction to it, a retelling of it. And I think people will often use stories to, uh, to define themselves. They use stories to understand who they are by understanding or saying how they were at the beginning. And some people will define themselves through stories. Some societies will define themselves through stories. And then some people in some societies are then in return defined by the stories. And at this early period with these texts that we're looking at, uh, we can probably venture to say that this is a creative and somewhat um, bold era of Buddhism where the early Buddhists were in the process of defining themselves through stories. And then down through the centuries afterwards, uh, Buddhists then used, uh, were defined by those stories. So what would you rather be? The definer or the defined? Here in, as we are, as we become Buddhists here, or Buddhist practitioners here in the modern Western world, are we defined by Buddhism or do we define it? Do we define our own stories or are we defined by the stories that are passed down to us? What's our relationship to stories? So that's part of today. So welcome to today and I'm happy to be here to explore these. It should be fun to explore these stories and teachings. And I'm delighted to be with Diana Clark, who's teaching together. She's a graduate student in Buddhist studies who um, spent a good part of the last year studying deeply this particular uh, collection of texts that these stories come out of. And uh, so I feel very lucky to have someone who's gone into them in greater depth than me sitting here with me. <laughs> 